I have Chelsea Green here with me. We're going to be talking about NWA Hard Times 3, NWA Hard Times in New Orleans. Uh, that's next week. Uh, last night, as we're recording, Impact was on last night. You had a little bit of a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fun yes. segment for, for us. I don't know how much fun it was for you guys. Well, you know what? Here's the thing is that Deanna and I have had such a long friendship um and and we're not just friends in wrestling right like we built a friendship that is far beyond wrestling she was one of my um bridesmaids in my wedding I'm one of hers and uh so I think we work better just the two of us I don't think we need a third member uh vexed is one of those ideas that sort of got its start in NXT, we kind of saw the early part of it, but uh, maybe didn't reach its full potential, if that's the right way to put it. And you already kind of talked about uh, your storyline with Mickey. It, you know, you filmed a bunch of content and you're kind of already on your way to sort of telling that story. Like you've ha had a chance to get back into that. Uh, it's still playing out you know, going into next week. But I mean, if I have to put you on the spot, which one is a little bit more creatively satisfying? Because obviously you mentioned your uh, personal relationship with Deanna. Right. But, you know, which one of those, you know, did you really, you know, want that second shot at getting to show? Gosh, that's a really, it's that's a really good question because I've, I've never thought of it because they're just so separate. We started the mickey storyline um kind of just as i was coming out of i mean i basically that was my first kind of storyline after wwe other than teaming up with my husband so that was something that i really really felt passionate about about doing especially having my background and being a hot mess and having similar character characteristics to to mickey james um so i was really really excited to get started in that but then I did not realize that we would ever come back to that. Like in my mind, when I um, beat her months ago and she went into what I thought was a retirement, I left that storyline behind. And when you leave the storyline behind, it's kind of like what an actress does in a movie when they, when they finish filming, they close the book, maybe they watch it one more time and then that's it. And they move on to their next thing. And they're, and the, and the next thing that I was handed was this, you know, vexed VXT package that I have also waited so long to, and I knew it would work. I absolutely knew it would work, but I waited so long to sink my teeth in, into that too. So it's honestly a little confusing to me to be balancing both. And like, mm -hmm. I think you do see the struggle when I'm, when I'm out there and wrestling, like, you know, my, feud with Mickey James has never been intertwined with my relationship and my tag team um, with Deanna. So I'm, I'm really trying to find the balance and figure out like, I don't, you know, I don't know what I like better or because they're just so separate to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, as I mentioned next week, it's already advertised you and Mickey get to square off one more time. Uh I'll just that that's another chapter in the story. Uh 
Absolutely. And I mean, hopefully this is the last time. Like at this point, Mickey James has come back one million and one times to every company. So I'm I'm hoping that this is our kind of last hurrah. And um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what um, happens. I'll put it this way. Like you mentioned, you know, you kind of closed the book on it. Do you view this as sort of like an epilogue or a mid credit scene where you, you know, a pleasant surprise and like, oh, let's see how we can top what we already did? Yes, that's exactly how I view it, because I did not expect to have um, a a second chance. And, you know, the the match that Mickey and I had months ago, um, that was our first time ever getting in the ring together as singles competitors. So there's a lot more that you can do when you know how someone works. And that, and now going into this, you know, I, I've got, I've got in the ring with her a couple of times. I, I understand the way she moves and she works and what go, goes through her head. So I, I do think that this is a, a nice way to put a bow on something that I didn't even know needed to, to be, you know, finished. That's all going on in Impact. Obviously, I mentioned, you know, we're going to be talking a little bit about NWA hard times. You have a title shot that, uh, you know, you cashed in, used your opportunity, your Champions Series opportunity. So, uh, I mean, I talked to Camille, uh, I talked to Kylan already, and she was kind of like saying, you know, she kind of played it in her head like this was going to be a singles match with Camille. There's some unresolved stuff between them how do you feel going you know you inserted yourself into this match but how do you feel knowing that you know you're kind of driving a wedge in between them so to speak and you're going after the title I mean look I feel great because this isn't my first triple threat match in a pay-per-view for NWA um last time I I wrestled for the title was versus Camille and uh Kylie Ray and I did not get pinned. And um, the, the you know, I've, I've wrestled Camille a couple times. I, I really feel I also have had matches with Kylan. I feel like this is my opportunity to win the title. I really, really do. I mean, I feel I should have won the title. Um, the first match I had versus Camille in st louis after empower um i had a singles match versus her on on the nwa pay-per-view and i really really feel like i took her to the limit and i could have taken that title off of her and i've grown a lot since then it's been over a year i'm i you know i'm i'm ready for that opportunity again and um i think that the people are ready to see a different champion i i think you have an argument there uh 75 on the PWI women's 150. Uh, you know, obviously it's a, it's a really uh, good accolade to have, but I would maybe argue, and I, I talked to somebody else about this, you know, maybe you deserved higher on the list. Like curious, I mean, I did curious how you feel about that. Cause I know it's very subjective. I, and that's the thing, you know, I guess I just, I'm laughing because I'll never forget in it was either 2016 or 2017 where I was like in the twenties or the thirties. And I, I did nothing to deserve being in the twenties or the thirties, but you know what I've done now? A shitload. 
in the past two years since I left WWE, I have become more relevant than I ever was in WWE or NXT. I have become basically the first female wrestler to, and maybe even the first just wrestler in general to go to every single company ever um, wrestle around with the top talents at every single company, um, fight for the championships at every single company, you know, like there's people, people did not do that. They, even when I asked if I could do that coming out of WWE, it was kind of like, oh, well, we've never even had anyone ask that. So to now have done all these things, travel the world, I've been the busiest I've ever been in my entire wrestling career. And to get a number like 75, I guess, I guess that is why I'm laughing. Because when I worked once a month at Impact, I got something that was 40 to 50 digits lower. Um, And it's just someone, you know, deciding who's worthy and who's not, or who's more worthy than the other and and I can't spend my time you know caring if that makes sense um and that's why I I I haven't reposted that number whatever it is in years since that very first year because I know what I do for women's wrestling and I know you know how busy I am and what my calendar looks like and the income that I have now compared to six, seven, eight years ago, but they don't. And so I have to be happy with myself and what I'm doing. And Deanna and I, we kind of had that conversation because if you look at her number compared to mine, it's also another kind of thing that makes us Mm -hmm. giggle. We're, we're doing the exact same thing. We're, you know, wrestling around the world. We're um, working three times, four times a week. We're having championship matches. We're holding titles. And someone decided that maybe she's more worthy of a lower number than me. And that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Some of the other things that I know you've done uh, as of late, you kind of got this square off with Soraya Knight, not Soraya, her mom. (laughs) Yes, Uh, Soraya Sr. Yes, there you go. Uh, Clarify. But uh, you've had some memorable appearances in GCW. We talked about Impact, now NWA. Uh, Ring of Honor. Don't forget Ring of Honor because that was like, I love to, I love to mention Ring of Honor because I tried so hard to get to Ring of Honor and I'm so proud that I finally, they finally let me in and they finally let me wrestle for them and I can put that on my resume. uh, So at some point, WWE was the dream or a dream. Right. And it's kind of interesting even in the past like six months or a year, just to sort of see how uh, somebody's perspective changes because, and I talked to Kylan about this too, about how, you know, she wanted to go to AEW and then she saw where she could really build her own brand anywhere she goes. It's really about putting her face, her work out there. Does that dream change for you or has it like, because you're, you're on two nationally televised worldwide recognize brands so yeah do you want like do you want to sign exclusively somewhere or is it still just about building the chelsea green brand right now so i think when i left when i left wwe i was still a little bit heartbroken i was a little bit surprised i was a little bit heartbroken um 
but that my view changed within six months of being fired and being back on the independent scene because I have so much freedom to make my own schedule, to write my own storylines, to pitch my own ideas, to travel to countries I've never traveled, to take time off. You know, I, I, for so long, I didn't take time off. And this year, although it's been the busiest year, it's also been a year full of weddings and things that, and babies and things that I can actually take the time to enjoy. And like Kylan said, you know, I've been able to build my own brand. I had my own podcast. I've started um, acting again and, and dabbling in that world. And that's just something you, you can't always do when you're signed exclusively. Um, the goal in, you know, 2014, when I started was absolutely AEW or sorry, WWE, because AEW didn't even exist. And then when AEW kind of like came out and was this uh, amazing thing that we had never really dreamt of. I was like, okay, well, well, maybe that's my dream. And then I realized in the past two years that whether I sign with somebody or not, the, the, the goal has always been to wrestle and make money and be happy. And mm -hmm. this is the happiest I've ever been. So like, why fix something if it's not broken? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like the insight there. And on a lighter note, obviously you're aware of some of the talk as of late. <laughs> uh, I'm tiptoeing around this one, but you said, <laughs> go you ahead, said, just go ahead. No, you said uh, you're loving every minute of the internet, keeping you relevant. So, you know, you're doing a good job at uh putting you know building your brand keeping your name out there do you think your answer i mean obviously you're building your brand but do you think you would go back like what, not just there don't. but anywhere would you what okay here's a better way to ask it okay what do you think would change your mind and say okay now i wanted i want that exclusivity again because obviously right. you, you stressed how much you know you built and what you don't want to give up right now. So what would sort of change your perspective? So I think that I wouldn't go to AEW and that's just, that that's just the reality for me. It's just, it's not going to happen with WWE. I'm really glad that I left on, on good terms. Although I was like sad that I didn't get to fulfill myself creatively. And as a wrestler, I still, I still, you know, had a great relationship with triple H. I had a great relationship with um, Vince. And so I'm really happy that I am able to like hold my head up high, knowing that there's an opportunity for me to possibly go back if they decide it's the mm -hmm. time or the place. But you know, this time would be different because I went into it the first time and I was just so doe-eyed and naive. And I just thought, you know, that I deserved to be listened to and deserved to be heard. And now I realize that, you know, it's not always like that. And it's not wrestling. It's just show business. It Acting is the same way. You're not going to get everything that you deserve or everything that you work for. And all you can do is just go in with a totally open mind and just let things happen. So if 
if I did get the chance to go back and if someone contacted me, I would, I would absolutely have that conversation. Absolutely. I have unfinished business at WWE period. Um, but I would go into it just like totally different than I did the last time. And I think that that's also the beauty of like growing up and I have other goals in life now. And, you know, at some point I want to start a family and, and uh, it would be nice to close the WWE chapter with, you know, another run or another storyline, but that's not my choice. That's theirs. Mm -hmm. So in keeping an open mind, would you, do you think you could be victorious? <laughs> if they said that? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I can't say that I wouldn't. I'm, I, I, I really think that like, there's more left there. And I know that people lump me and my husband together, but I think people, they forget that like, he had 15 years there that that chapter he might be totally okay with with closing that chapter and moving on and this is the next chapter and he doesn't need to reopen that um and and who knows but I'm different I was only there for like a split second and I I didn't get to you know hold the titles like he did or have like those storylines and those memories like he did and that's something that I think um if I if I don't go back and if I don't get to experience that again, I will definitely like wonder what could have been. Okay. Fair enough. Um... But also the internet seems to know more than I know. <laughs> like when I, when I read these things, I just kind of like, I'm like, wow, I wonder who told this person that I would love it if they would call me and tell me this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I heard I heard Zack Ryder's coming back to WWE, but Matt Cardona knows nothing about it. So right, right, exactly. Victorious might be coming back, but Chelsea Green has, hasn't heard anything. So uh, on you know on that subject of you know putting you and Matt together, like obviously you've worked on air together, uh, you've worked for the same companies, both NWA and Impact. And, you know, for the most part, you know, it seems like the impact part is past. Like he's doing his thing with Brian. You're doing your thing with Deanna. Uh, I don't want to say, do you prefer working with him or not? Because, <laughs> you know, it's it's obviously nice to have your partner there. But is there a really noticeable difference in like working with him on air compared to not and him just being there? Yeah, you're still spending a, time together. It's just, you know, it's yeah. obviously a different context. No, there's a huge, huge difference. And um, this is totally different for every like wrestling couple that works together and doesn't work together. But, you know, when um, when when I was released and he had kind of been on the indies a little bit and, and done a little bit at impact and stuff like that, I um, I contacted Scott Demore. They were bringing me back to impact to be Matt's surprise tag team partner and we hadn't really given it much thought like we've been together at that point for um five plus years and we realized very quickly that it is extremely different to be a partner at home as opposed to a partner in a tag team and in wrestling, like it is very different. And we have been two singles competitors. Like I know he's worked with Brian, but he's never been paired with a female, right? Like he's never been an intergender tag team or a mixed tag or whatever. And 
other than having like some bits and pieces with Santana Garrett and Britt Baker and Deanna Prazo, I was a solo competitor. Like I was wrestling around the world just by myself. So to put us together for that first day to wrestle on Slammiversary, oh my God, it was so hard. It was so hard. We have spent now, um, you know, coming up two years, seriously working to build that relationship in the ring because we have a very solid foundation at home. But we really, really needed to build, like, what are we together? Because mm-hmm. separate, I'm the crazy hot mess and you're like kind of the beloved Zack Ryder, right? And then he was changing and evolving and I was trying to figure out who the new me was. And together it was like, what is this? Everyone thinks we should be this perfect cohesive unit, but you, you're not just thrown in the ring and and cohesive that's not how it works so we've spent a lot a lot of time figuring out our dynamics together figuring out Matt's a very stressed out high strung person in wrestling I'm a very like laid back it is what it is type of person I go with the flow in the ring I I don't really like to overanalyze and so it's been really really hard I prefer at GCW to be with him I think we have like this really 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 cool connection and bond in front of the GCW fans that doesn't always translate in in other rings Mm. um I like working with him at impact but I like working as a tag team with Deanna better in impact I think we just have I mean no pun intended but we have more of an impact in women's wrestling when we're working together and we're kind of like trying to elevate women's tag team wrestling and then in nwa i really like the family dynamic that we have with all the guys in me it's really fun and we hang out outside of nwa as well it's me mike knox vx vsk matt and brian myers so that family dynamic is cool and matt and i don't really come out together but we have so it's just interesting in every single promotion it's different but i will say god bless people like mike and maria because I mean, it's really hard to work, travel, live, and do everything with your spouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. My uh, my wife, I don't know if she's joking or not, but she's like, "I want to work from home. We're going to share an office." And I'm like, "I mean, look behind me. Like, I'm not giving that up. That's valuable shelf space." <laughs> and you, and I'm sure you know that Matt is not giving up his either. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting in our bedroom right now, not in his office. <laughs> uh, all right. I have a couple more questions for you. One of them, uh, if you had to pick, uh, I do a watch list feature. If you had to pick a match that you've had this year that uh, is a preview for NWA hard times or just best represents, you know, what you want to present as a complete wrestler. Do you have a match or matches in mind? I think that the match I have in mind will be with Mickey James coming up on Thursday. Um, I think that there's been a lot of really, really awesome matchups this year that I've had. But I think to me, I'm a wrestler that loves stories and character work. And um, I've done a lot of wrestling this year, not a lot of character work. So um, I think, I think that's really one. And then I also had another really fun one in in Detroit versus Alley Catch uh, for GCW. So that kind of as well has some backstory to it and some character work and things like that. All right. I'm putting you on the spot. Favorite action figure? 
Oh boy, like of anyone? Just anyone, whether it's a wrestler, okay. whether it's no. on display in your house. I know which one. It's um it's Matt and he's got the all American gear, the fringe jacket and everything. Okay. It's my favorite. Just I love visually, I love it. I don't remember what series it's from, but I know what one you're talking about. It's Yeah, and same. And I should actually know because it's, I mean, hello, look who I'm married to. Um, but I just kind of let it go in one ear and out the other. All right. I, I thought I was going to have to like press for a little bit more of an answer, but I, I'm glad you you actually knew that. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to look up which line it was. But uh, yes. thank you for the time today. Uh, NWA Hard Times 3, Hard Times in New Orleans is november 12th uh best of luck on that saturday and you know whatever you do next to build the chelsea green brand thanks for your time thank you so much